0: The Steve Warren Project, sports and whatever.
1: Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the SWP. It's all about Ottawa sports talk and fun, and it's Steve and Jimmy schmoozing it up once again. James, how
0: are things today? Oh, things are good, Stevie. Yeah, you caught me off guard with a bit of a quick, short, you know, snip intro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm I, think I might dead. be
1: in a, I might be in a state of shock today, James. I was, oh, yeah. I just got news. I got news about an hour ago, uh, because I still have a bunch of friends on my old street in Barhaven before we moved oh. out here to Manitok. Sure. And we sold our house and moved here to Manitok. We sold our Barhaven house in July of 2016. Yes. That's like less than five years ago. Yeah. Well, it just went for half a million dollars more than we sold it for. Back in 2016,
0: unreal. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You know, I'm hearing more and more of these stories. Uh, cer- certainly in Calgary, uh, same idea. I've heard, I've heard that in Ottawa. I, I read a piece there ten days ago or so about that. Uh, I've had my house for sale, Steve, for six months. Okay, <laughs> like the, real estate's good everywhere, everywhere in the world, except my address. Okay. My townhouse complex apparently doesn't fit into that fold. Uh, and I, I, you know, it's not the first time I've heard that. That's crazy. Crazy, right? Well, it, the
1: thing in, Tor- in Ottawa is that apparently there's, because of COVID, everybody has changed their work habits so that you don't necessarily have to go to bricks and mortar. Companies are getting their head around that. And so if you're in Toronto – and you no longer have to go to a place in Toronto. Why live in Toronto and deal with the absurd housing prices there? Mm-hmm. And Ottawa, Ottawa's, you know, it's not cheap to live here, but it's certainly cheap by Toronto standards. So we're having this mass migration, I guess of Toronto residents coming to Ottawa really? and uh, and and just, oh, here's a blank check. It's fine, you know because uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna pocket five hundred thousand dollars in this exchange. And what concerns me most is that means even more Leaf fans in this market, and I don't care for that.
0: <laughs> well, it's, uh, we uh... should jump.
1: We should jump in today. And uh there was one story that grabbed me from the weekend, and that was the return of Thomas Hickey. He's been out of the lineup forever. Um, he returned after being out for nearly two years, and he called it the best feeling I've had in a long time and the Islander defenseman got a couple of assists in his first game back in a 6-1 win over the Flyers. Man, everybody is just beating the tire to the Flyers lately. Rangers beat them 9-0. Anyway, that's uh, neither here nor there. But Hickey uh, suited up for the first time since May third, 2019, and he's been pretty much derailed career-wise because of injuries, including a concussion, and he also lost his brother Dan to cancer at the age of 33 last March. So it's been a really rocky ride for a couple of years here now. And uh, Hickey was absolutely thrilled. He said just to be with the guys was big. And then to chip in with a couple of assists was huge. Very emotional night. Really happy with the effort of the guys. So nice to come back and get a win. That's the biggest thing. And I just have a lot of good feelings right now. And uh, you can imagine what that must be like. Uh, a two-year trail to come back to the NHL like that with all these injuries, all this uh, you know personal tragedy that's uh, – that that had to feel, well, fantastic. But at the same time, you know, you'd sort of be taking stock of things and realizing what a crazy emotional journey
0: it's been for Thomas Hickey. I, I love those stories, right. About sports. I, I really do. I really do. Um, uh, what, what, what a deal, you know, what a deal. Um, I'm, I, you know, I read a, a little bit about it. Uh, concussion seemed to be one of the big things, right. Um, in this, in this injury. I don't, I don't know what, what else it was, Steve. Well, how else was he injured? What was there a bunch? Concussions. A, all all concussion stuff. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. There's injuries and concussion. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I love, I love this story. Always did. Always. Uh, it gets me right. It gets me right in the gut. Uh, it's right up there, Stevie, with uh, a couple of, Uh, clips that i've seen over the last several years on youtube where they've got uh there was an autistic uh, boy who was you know helping out with his high school basketball team and uh they they put him in you probably remember that for yep for a gamer at the end uh and if you know if that isn't enough to to knock you down right and, and swallow hard uh the, the, the kid whipped off, I don't know, four or five three-pointers or something like that. It was just, this is amazing. You know, this is an amazing story. Uh, well, the
1: best part of it was watching the video was the reaction of all the kids in the school, just like, because uh, clearly he was well-known to everybody and uh, the place was going bananas. Every time he made a three-pointer, the entire school, and it was a big, I mean, more uh, more kids Watching a high school basketball game than I've ever seen before, to be honest, and they were just going insane. Every every three pointer was like uh, a championship buzzer beater.
0: Well, I thought it was fake. I thought, come on, you got to be making this up. You know, uh, stuff movies are made of, um, and and also it uh, reminds me these comebacks uh, of of Gary Woodland with the with the young girl the mentally handicapped girl on the, uh, the, the famed 16th hole at the Phoenix open, you know, where she made a par. He, he let her tee off in there in a practice round. And, uh, all the great things about sports, uh, th- those are right in the fold, you know, with it. So, uh, yeah, those are cool. a couple of
1: great stories of overcoming adversity for sure. The bleacher report came up with a list of the 25 most astounding athletic career comebacks. And, uh, I did some poking around looking for this stuff largely because of the Thomas Hickey story from Saturday. And the top six are, well, they're all incredible in their own ways. Uh, you think about Bethany Hamilton. There's the old adage, you fall off a horse, you get right back on the saddle. Uh, but when uh, when someone has their arm completely torn off by a tiger shark, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. no one would say, go get back in the water. But uh, Bethany Hamilton did it on her own and a month and several operations after her tragedy, she was surfing again. I think they made a movie about her and uh, she won her first national title a year after the attack and then turned pro. That's a comeback. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's, num- that. That's number six. Believe it, there's five, uh, five they deemed better than that. Uh, Greg LeMond from the Tour de France. Uh, I did not know this story. Uh, he won a bunch of Tour de France's. And so it's uh, as they describe it. Oh, the classic typical story of boy wins the Tour de France, boy breaks wrist in subsequent race, boy goes turkey hunting and gets blasted full of buckshot by his brother-in-law, loses three quarters of his blood en route to the hospital. Um, and it just, Yeah. And then uh, basically, he has uh, 35 pellets that remain in his body. They had to drain the blood from around his collapsed lung. And uh, he had pellets that still... Uh, three went into his heart, five into his liver, took two years to recover, and then started racing again despite crippling pain and won the Tour de France two more times.
0: Holy God.
1: Right? Holy God. Yeah. Wow. But then you got wow. your Mario Lemieux. You know that whole story. Sure. Um, sure. He of course. Um, so his deal was- Cancer and came back. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but he had a herniated disc to start with, compounded by a rare infection- then he came back, led the Penguins to the cup. Then came cancer, radiation treatments, more back problems, more surgery. And, uh, and he still was, he kept coming back from it. And uh, he spent the next few years squeezing hockey in when his recovery schedule permitted and when it wasn't too excruciating or the exhaustion too overwhelming um, and uh, still went out and was a point-of-game guy. So that was an incredible story for sure. Did you know about Ben Hogan's story?
0: Oh, yes. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. The, the yeah. crash, the car crash.
1: Yeah. 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 It was a foggy day in West Texas and a bus was in the wrong lane and he suffered a broken clavicle in the collision, fractured ribs, pelvic fracture, facial and eye injuries, fractured left ankle, soft tissue issue, injury to his uh, left leg and, uh, had to wait an hour and a half for an ambulance to arrive at the scene and scrape up what was left of him. And, uh, he would. Uh, he would not. They were thinking he might have a chance at walking, but uh, he mm-hmm. came back and golfed and uh, became the only player in 1953 until Tiger came along to win three major PGA tournaments in one year.
0: So yeah, he was, uh, he, he, he was supposed to be dead from that thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: An hour and a half. Imagine that lying there for an hour and a half. Eesh, <laughs> eesh, eesh, eesh.
0: Yeah, and all there. those injuries, Steve, they have nothing to do with your golf swing. <laughs> Clavicle, ribs, legs. Uh, I remember you know. having a
1: hangnail when I was playing last summer, and off the tee, yeah. it was like really bugging me. And sure. I was like, "Oh my sure. I can't Sort of hooking it now because of the hangnail. What a what a comeback, though! You made what a comeback. Thank you. you. I don't. Through. I don't know. I didn't. I don't think I made the list, but I haven't checked the full twenty five. I'll see if I'm in the the later ones.
0: <laughs> you should be. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, then Rocky Blyer. Do you remember that name? Running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, he was part oh, of those yes. great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was part of that great Pittsburgh Steeler dynasty in, I guess, the late 70s, and he was captain of Notre Dame, and then he was drafted twice, first by the Steelers, then by the United States Army, and uh, off to Vietnam, and I guess in August of 69, his platoon went to the aid of another platoon that was under ambush. Blyer took a bullet through the leg. Minutes later, a grenade explodes next to him, and uh, his foot is riddled with shrapnel, Then, bleeding heavily, he had to crawl through rice paddies and eventually, with some help, made it to a chopper and was flown to a medical camp. And uh, they removed more than 100 pieces of shrapnel from his foot. They said, if it goes well and you persevere, you might walk normally again someday. No way you're going to play football. And, of course, he went on to have four Super Bowl rings to go with his purple heart. Right, right.
0: Yeah. Um, You know, you had mentioned... You know, Tiger Woods might be shaping up to be a good story if this guy can come back from that car accident. Uh, right? Uh, you know, we'll 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 have to we'll have to see. And of course, he he won the U.S. Open on a on a broken leg uh, in a in a playoff against Rocco Mediate. Yeah. Uh, that that was. Everyone thought they were just you know embellishing something to make it b- bigger than it was, and and they thought, well, really, broken leg or was just a chip bone? No, 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 cracked bone. You know. And, uh, <laughs> when he came back closer to home. Uh, you, when you bring that up, uh, I invite you to, to follow the story about, you know, I've brought this guy's name up before about Garrett rank, who, uh, is, uh, a fantastic amateur golfer. And in, in fact, recently he just, he won the Western amateur this year. Uh, and then his story is fantastic that he is, uh, you know, could, could have turned pro. He almost made the U S open one year. Um, I've met him because he's, he's been up to, he's, he's from Southern Ontario and goes up to that golf tournament every year that uh, in Sudbury that I go to the great match play tournament and he, he annihilated everybody in that thing. Um, he could be pro, but he's chosen to be an NHL referee, okay? Uh, which, which makes it all the more interesting. But battle testicular cancer uh, right. is his story and it's a, it's a fantastic story. Fantastic story that could have been. And bad. backing up, didn't he make
1: the U.S. Open? I thought he played.
0: He, he, he maybe did, Steve. He maybe did, yeah. Um, so, uh, just an, just an incredible story about overcoming, you know, big odds.
1: We should get to the number one here before we kind of go off on, uh, you know, a sort of personal, uh, f- you know, the, our fondness Favorite. for s- stories that we like. But number one uh, was Lance Armstrong. Um, we obviously know how his story arc has taken a bit of a. Uh, a sideways turn mm-hmm. but at the time you think about he had cancer that had a, doctors gave him a 40% chance of survival really advanced it had spread to his abdomen lungs lymph nodes and his brain he opted for surgery all kinds of aggressive chemotherapy we all know chemo's no it's 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 a demon all of its own it can mm-hmm. cause nausea abdominal problems anemia joint pain all kinds of discomfort and uh, so Armstrong, between chemo sessions, he goes cycling. And he saw cancer as his greatest competitor, grew determined to beat it, and uh, he did. And then went on to oh, a little bit of success in the world of cycling. So right. we right. know that uh, obviously the story took a bad sideways turn, but uh, for the comeback that it was at the time, they ranked it number one. Mm-hmm. And closer to home, Steve, was it Bobby Ryan? Stevie? Yes, that was great.
0: Yeah, good. story. overcame addiction, right? Uh, yeah, or, he had an or-
1: alcohol issue and went into the NHL treatment program and came back And his first game back at home. He had one game that he came back, and then the next game was the first one back at home, and he had a hat trick, yep. and the uh, place was going bananas. That was the best story, bar none, of the uh, Ottawa Senators' season, if not the NHL season entirely.
0: Yeah, Kenny Danicoe. Longtime New Jersey Devils, the only, you know, one of the rare guys that played his whole career with the same team. He was spir- spiraling out of control mm-hmm. uh, with, with drugs and booze. And and he was one of the first guys to enter the substance abuse program the NHL had that they, that they brought on, you know, that they oh, realized okay. we better step up. And he was one of the first a long time ago now, long time. Uh, and so he went on to finish a great career. I think he's a broadcaster now. Um, with yeah, them, very has good been, one. Yeah, husband for a long time, but uh, Edmonton guy. Yeah, I, I, I know Kenny. Uh, fantastic story. Fantastic. Love this. Love this topic.
1: Me too. Um, so that is your top six. It's probably not going to make the list of great comebacks, but we'll come back after these <laughs> words. <laughs> Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Get behind the wheel and hit the road in a new 2021 model with great features like available Ford Copilot 360 driving technologies. You'll find all of the latest innovations that are made available for new Ford vehicles. Visit Jim K. Ford and ask about their great offers on models like the Escape, Edge, Explorer, Ranger, and F-150 only at Jim K. Ford in Orleans or JimKFord.com. Pico is Ottawa's home for authentic old-school, custom-crafted Neapolitan-style pizza, Without all the fuss and expense of fine dining, Pico is so delicious. It's quick and easy, fresh and healthy, and made with the highest quality ingredients. Craft your own thin-crust pizza masterpiece with unlimited toppings, ready in just 90 seconds for just $15. Pico. Use the Pico app and save on third-party app fees. 236 Richmond Road, 170 Metcalf Street, and the new location at 305 Rito. Trucks and minivans cost less to insure than small cars. You get a better deal on home insurance if you have good credit. The biggest insurance brokers are owned by insurance companies. I'm Josh. Make sure you choose a broker who has your best interest in mind. All Insurance Ontario is independent, family-owned, and has your back. Text me at 613-860-6008 to get on our team. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker.
0: The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever.
1: Quick word on the Sands on Monday night, a 2-1 win over Calgary. Philip Gustafson is the story for the Sands. He made 35 saves, his first NHL victory. And I'm pretty sure your goaltending isn't supposed to get better every time you drop deeper in your depth chart in goal. But that seems to be what's happening for Ottawa. They go out and pay big for Matt Murray, committed four years, $25 million to him. He's not been very good, and now he's hurt. Marcus Hogberg, number two guy. He hasn't been good. Then Joey Decord comes in. He was very good. Only played a couple of games before getting hurt. And now Philip Gustafson, who was briefly highly touted. He was just fantastic in relief of Decord on Wednesday last week. And even better tonight. And that's really all Sens fans have been hoping for all season. That kind of stability and excellence between the pipes. And uh, it, it was there. And boy, Gustafson is, I mean, it's a small sample size. You can't. Overrate things right now, but man, does he look good. Ryan Dezingle scored early. He now has five goals in nine games since coming over from Carolina. He and uh, Clark Bishop, both very good since arriving here from Carolina. Bishop is just like a Tasmanian devil out there. I love that guy. Uh, Not going to score much, but kind of the guy that you want to be your F1 to be in there. Uh, just uh, getting on the opposing team's defense and maybe chipping in once in a while offensively. So those are two good pickups by Pierre Dorian, who gets nothing but grief for pro scouting. Those are two pretty damn good uh, pro scouting evaluations. So the Dzingel goal stood up until late in the third when Johnny Gaudreau scored in a breakaway goal. Not sure what Mike Riley was up to in coverage there. But uh, a few minutes later, Chris Tierney, Big time threw the monkey off his back. He ended a 29-game goalless drought. Ripped one top shelf from the slot area. The puck was kind of bouncing around, and it finally ended up on his stick. And nice shot there. And that stood as the game winner. 2-1 win for the Sens. Although Gustafson had a heavy barrage at the end of the game. And you start to think about the trade tree on Gustafson and, and how he got to Ottawa. It's all part of the Mika Zibanejad deal. Kind of speaking in general terms. The Sens traded Zibanejad away to the Rangers for Derek Broussard. And Zibanejad had been kind of sluggish in Ottawa. And he was sluggish for two more years in New York. So it didn't look like he was going to amount to a ton. But the past two years, he's been an absolute beast, which has led to a second-guessing paradise. He's heating up again this year, 10 points in his last five. But what the Sens did after that with a fading Derek Broussard... Trading him to Pittsburgh for Gustafson and for Jacob Bernard-Docker, who's doing what he's doing at North Dakota. I mean, that's starting to look very, very nice. Anyway, Sens are back at it Wednesday night in Calgary. Now 4-2 and two against the Flames. And it really can't be easy at this stage to be so far out of the playoffs. Uh, Nick Paul, I heard him leading into the game yesterday. Uh, he's trying to motivate himself, saying something along the lines of, every game's a playoff game for us at this stage. And, and that's true. They're not mathematically eliminated, but they are, even after the win on Monday night, they're 12 points out of the last playoff spot. I mean, I think about Buffalo. I mean, they're gross. They've now lost 14 in a row, 14 winless, 20 points out of the last playoff spot. And I guess my question is, Jimmy, how do you stay motivated under those circumstances?
0: Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. You know, I I don't know. Um, you know, you talk to... You talk to any high-performing athlete, you know, any any elite pro, you know. I think any, I, I think any guy who makes the NHL is elite. Um, and what brings them to work each day, right, is this this you know over-the-top drive to win, you know, to to right starting backwards, right from their dream to win the Stanley Cup, to uh, you know, to to winning games, to reaching personal goals, to helping a team. Uh, you know, to to compete in one of the greatest leagues ever, uh, you, you hear all that from these guys. You know, so what do you do now, though? What what do you do now? I don't I I don't know. I don't know. If I get up I, every morning, going here we go, I got to pile through this same shit again. When we're we got no chance, uh, you know. Do you say, well, let's be a spoiler then? You mm-hmm. know, for a bun- for a bunch of teams, right? Because it's it's going to get down to some short straws here, Stevie. There's no doubt about it, right? Of of guys fighting for a playoff position, certainly in the, certainly in the in the north, right? right? And I was looking at the other divisions, you know, uh, that's gonna that's gonna be the same as well, you know. If you if you look at a lot of it right now, right, it's like, okay, would you bet on who's gonna be the top four? Uh, well, I wouldn't put the mortgage on it, you know. It's too it's right. too close, so I don't know what you do. Uh, I, I'm not sure. It's basically you're
1: answering a question. In my opinion, what a player is doing. Uh, if you're an Ottawa senator and you've got a lot of uh, racetrack left and you're pretty much out of it, you're answering the question <clears throat> that the organization may have of, of do you want to be here? It, it, you're telling the team that you want to be here by playing hard. You're telling them how you're going to deal with adversity. And there's a lot of guys on this team that, you know, they're not guaranteed NHL players. There's a lot of guys on this club that are either, you know, veterans playing for next contracts. Uh, there's young guys who could easily be sent down to the minors without having to clear waivers. So mm-hmm. there there's some guys in this team that are still trying out effectively. So I guess that's how they have to look at it. but there's going to be certain guys who must be, you know, in the mode of okay, uh I've got a good long contract. I'm not really going anywhere. Um I'm in good stead with this team. It must be really really hard cuz it is a grind.
0: Well, this just in, right? In sports you you know you can. Not everyone's going to win the championship. Right. Right. So uh, I'm sure a lot of players uh, would look back at their career who didn't win a, you know, Russ Cortna, right? Russ never won a Stanley Cup, right? Uh, You know, lots of people know all about Russ now and and you don't hear much of that coming from him. You know, he's got unbelievable stories and uh, from very emotional stuff to, you know, he talks about the day he got drafted, uh, the day he scored his first goal, uh, the day they took a run in the playoffs and made it, uh, you know, his his mentors, you know, that he played with in Toronto. And, uh, you know, it's just a it's just a fantastic story that you and I will never be able to, you know, never were going to be able to do that. Uh, you know, so as a fan, um, you know, you, you you look at that and go, yeah, that was great, you know. The, the litany of emails that I get about people's experience watching Russ Cortnall, you know, none, of, none of it ever says he didn't win a Stanley cup. Look look at golfers, Steve. Okay. Household names, fantastic golfers will never win a major. Right. will never win a major. Okay. Um, and, and, and yet, you know, you talk to these guys and they, you know, they're, they're very passionate about what they're trying to do each day. And
1: can I say this? I don't think that anybody should be ever measured. Personally speaking, so what kind of player they were, what kind of competitor they were based on whether or not they won a championship. End of the day, it's a team game and you might have had that conversation back in the original six in the NHL and maybe to some degree when they doubled the number in 1967 and became a 12 team league. Mm -hmm. Once you once you get beyond that, those kinds of numbers, you can be, you know, the the best player, the best competitor, the best teammate, the best in the community Mm -hmm. and still come nowhere near uh, winning it all because there's just too many teams now. Right. You can't bury a guy and, and say he's not, uh, you know, he, the one mark against him, he never won that championship. No, no, no. It's easy to go through your whole career in, in Hall of Fame fashion and still not
0: win it all. Right. You know, in, in our time, uh, you know, of course, the, the obvious was was Gretz, right, who was so good, and everyone looked at it and said, you know, it's not, it's not if. It's like, when are they going to win a Stanley Cup, right? How quick is it going to happen with this guy? Mario Lemieux right okay there's, there's there's absolutely no doubt in everyone's mind they're going to win a Stanley cup sid crosby speaking of pittsburgh when when he came into the league right people were like watch this kid go you know sid the kid um but look at look at the oilers okay they got Connor mcdavid uh not not arguably not nothing anymore best player best player every single guy says that every coach beautiful to watch uh, so if he's not good enough, leading the league in scoring and perhaps even goals now, I think okay, most points. Leon settles there too, same team, Stevie, of course, with the Oilers. Those guys may never win a Stanley Cup. They they, they might not, you know, yeah. uh, you know. Is there's no? Will, will they ever get traded? I, you know, there's, there's certainly no talks right now right? in their young in their young careers. But they're you know they have consistently over the last little while been the you know the top. Gunners in the NHL on the same team. And and they may go their whole career without ever winning a Stanley Cup. Yeah, um, and all those other guys
1: you mentioned, they they had a supporting cast. You know, there was Gretzky, but there was also Messier and Curry and uh, Paul Coffey and Grant Feuer. You know, and we could do the same exercise with everybody else you've mentioned. If you look at Drysdale and McDavid, zzz, they're, they're just a pair of islands out there for right. the most part. They're just not... Is not that Hall of Fame goalie or that Hall of Fame defenseman on that team right now, and until they get them, I fear for their sake uh, that uh, they're they're not going to get close. Though this year the, the, the Oilers have played great. You, you never say never, and it's still pretty early, but uh, it still doesn't look like a Stanley Cup roster to me, though.
0: Right, but my point is, my point is, if you're lucky enough to live in Edmonton and be a fan of the Oilers, uh, you know, if they never win a cup. Uh, people are still going to come away, you know, going, I'll tell you what, my dad's better than your dad. I, I had this guy for, you know, for 10 years. I got right. to watch these guys play hockey live, season's ticket holder. You know, it, it's it's still a great experience, you know, fantastic experience to be able to watch those guys play.
1: million percent. All right, let's take a time out. And we'll come back in the program. Our final thoughts after these words. How would you like to win your own home gym right now? Popeye Supplements, Fitness Depot in Ottawa, and beyond yourself, great supplement company, teaming up to give away a custom home gym valued at $5,000. Time's running out now until April 4th, 2021. You can fill out a free ballot online and for every beyond yourself product you buy at Popeye's, you not only get 20% off, you get another ballot for the draw. It's a $5,000 dream home gym giveaway at Popeyesonlineorders.com. Jim K. Ford is a full service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes sizes and functionalities from small delivery vans right up to the big F750s so whether you're in towing landscaping or deliveries or any job where you need a big truck Jim K Ford will help you with the right truck and body for your needs jimkford.com 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans a lot of people i talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house how much do i need why would i want that I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario,
0: your modern boutique broker.
1: And compared to this time last year, the Ottawa home market is up 27%. That is a lot of people asking, I wonder how much my home might be worth. Well, you should call the Glen Walton real estate team today for a free, no-obligation home estimate. Glenn does a fantastic job, and I think you'll be shocked to learn what you could get for your home and what other homes in your neighborhood are going for. Call the Glenn Walton real estate team today at glennwalton.com. All right, James, to close it out today, the NFL TV rights had a bit of a shake up. The, <laughs> the folks at Amazon continue to take over everything. Right. And th- Thursday night football has moved to Amazon exclusively, and, uh, well, there's a little bit of money changing hands in this whole thing. The new agreements are going to amount to $110 billion. (laughs) No joke, right? Unreal. Yeah, no joke. Um, Uh, So the deals are these. Um, ABC added back to the Super Bowl rotation for the first time since 06. Thursday Night Football moves to Amazon more exclusively. No broadcast TV partner on board Fox mm-hmm. and CBS will keep their Sunday afternoon packages. NBC and ESPN maintain their primetime Sunday and Monday night TV franchises and added streaming rights go to NBC and ESPN+. Plus. CBS and Fox will keep the AFC and NFC Sunday afternoon TV packages respectfully, or respectively, mm-hmm. and the NFL network will air a small amount of exclusive games each year. So there's the NFL rollout, but just the fact that Amazon – is, uh, is in there, is, I don't know, it's funky. They just seem to take over everything.
0: What, What? Stevie, uh, as a final thought, how long do you think it'll be? Maybe, maybe it'll be in our lifetime. I can't believe I'm saying it. Okay, are we going to see a deal, Stevie, that goes to one trillion one day? I'll never say never. Right? Ten, ten, ten times as much as this thing is? Okay, I think it's a trillion. I don't know. A hundred, it's a hundred billion. Yeah, I would think... You know? A thousand billion is a trillion. Is it? A thousand billion. Okay, I thought it was a hundred. I thought it was a... Uh, uh, ten, a hundred billion. Well, you're confusing. I can't you know. even figure it out. Well, this deal is a hundred ten
1: billion, so you know that that's not a trillion. So we'll go to the next one. That's a thousand billion. That's a trillion.
0: We can't even figure it out. I think I got it. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah. Uh... But I think you're wrong, Stevie. I think it's only ten times as much. It makes a trillion. Ten times as much, yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, as the hundred ten billion, that brings you to a thousand billion, yes.
0: Yeah. Right. Which That's is a yeah. trillion. What's what the hell? What the hell? I gotta go finish my McCain chocolate cake. I did the tray of rice crispy squares? Nice. But to knock off the rest of that. You're gonna die that. one day, Stevie.
1: We all are. You sooner than most.
0: Good night, everybody. We'll see you.